whatever. Well, guys, I it's eleven fifty six. I want I want the class to note that I'm behaving. <laughs> Me too. I think I don't yeah. know. I want I want the teacher to note that I'm behaving. What what what's the matter, Chrissy? Nothing. What's Reaver's real name? Michael or Francis? Dwayne or something? Dwayne. <laughs> Rick. Rick. I couldn't think of. Week from Friday can't come quick. Enough. There's Barry oh. Gibbs and Maurice Gibbs, and I couldn't think of another Gibbs. It's Andy. Andy no. was Rick. It's Andy, isn't it? Coach Gibbs. Coach. There's Coach Gibbs. Joe. Oh my God. It's Joe Gibb, Gibbs. not Gibbs. Oh, Gibb. Whatever. FYI. Hey, what's with you and music in your car, by the way? What do you mean? On Twitter. Your video. What about it? Well, there's two of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I saw two. Yeah. Yeah. You do that every day? That's kind of cool. I kind of like it. I go, am I going to video every day? Yeah, I think it's kind of fun. I'm surprised you didn't get the, you shouldn't be videotaped while you're driving. Get this. (laughs) Get this as a snapshot of the city of St. Paul. It's an asshole. Do you recall about a year ago the woman who the carjackers followed her home from Grand Avenue into her alley? Yes. And then hijacked her Beamer and took off? Mm -hmm. I'm talking to her husband yesterday. Yeah, kind of. Never met him before. I'm walking on my walk in his neighborhood doing that walk. I have three various routes. And he said, are you Joe? And I said, yeah. And he introduced himself. So here, and I said, geez, I had the same thing happen to me in broad daylight with the CP. And he goes, yeah, I heard about that. Here's two guys talking about their wives getting carjacked while standing on streets that are not drivable. Wow. Isn't that kind of a, a snapshot ironic. of the city? Oh, that'd be <laughs> ironic. Sign of the times. Yeah, yeah. That's a good story, Joel. <laughs> but honestly. You got it, any more like this? It is. It's laughable when you get off the freeway and you start driving I on the side streets here. I have a euphoria admission. To, I mean, I have an admission to make. You guys tell me if it's euphoria. Even when you leave here, leave this building to get on territorial to get street? onto the free freeway. Barry? No, the the next one over territorial. Whatever. Yeah. To get on two eighty. Yeah. It's as if landmines have been going off on it for Brad months. Brandaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Come on, you know who will be in here. You know, it. oh, it's Monday. Monday. What do I got besides the frats? I don't know. I spent a lot of time in frats yesterday having a nice discussion about getting a two-stage snowblower. Won't that rip up your driveway? You can adjust that. You can adjust the thing, the scraper. Joe? Yeah, they have shoes on the bottom of it. Yeah. You got new shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Today you're going to have frat. Yep. And eco. No copy. Then don't do eco. Who is in charge of getting me the copy? Kendra. <laughs> so, Kenny, you saw Top Gun Maverick, huh? What's he Go to hell, Reavers. <laughs> Seriously. Why didn't you like it? You, nobody kills a bit faster than you. Oh, sorry, I was just busy covering our ass but no you're covering yours fratelloni's hardware you know anytime any one of you four wants to sit in this chair and i can just 
plop my fat <laughs> ass and come do the show? Man, all for Chris, it. I think I'm Chris, next week. I want the class to note that I'm behaving. Yeah, so Chris could do a better job at that than oh, you could. Wow. Than you. Well, you guys will find out a week from cool. Friday. No, I, 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 I just, I just <laughs> want to point out, Chris. I never make fun of your work because I think your work is fine. However, I do make fun of your views. <laughs> so my what? Your fuse. views. My your fuse. opinions. Oh my opinions. views! Oh, oh, I was one of the God. last guys hired. Is this in how it's gonna go? It is business. this tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Who wasn't yeah. expected to know how to lay out a page? Wish I could walk downstairs and go to work words, every day. I couldn't drive I couldn't a block to the page. end of my street. And I could write your day. story to put on the page. <laughs> I don't know how they do all that measuring and fitting. Is that what Wayne Hassel did? Yeah, Hmm. kind of. You're kind of sweet. Save on gas. Wow. Are we done? (laughs) Where? That place. We're on. Seriously, hate you bastards. (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of nice, actually. Oh, I'm glad I'm working. Who's got the best French fries in town? Commercial break. McDonald's. Run up to the fridge. Thirty bales. They do. Thirty bales. Yeah. Yeah. They're that's just extraordinary. Truffle fries. True that. Those are good. Do you know that? What about it? Is that where you went? No. I what even the know. Hassel's place. Oh. Joe, the oh. secret? Truffle oil. Whatever. Uh, okay. You know. <laughs> even Rattle something <laughs> he brought up he's not interested in. <laughs> right. Jesus. Revolonies Hardware and Garden oh, Stores. Hey, Kenny, out of your lovely face, uh, I need a Seafoam and a DK Mags. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, Joe? I'm trying to be. I'm rolling. I want the class to note that I behaved. Revolonies Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1004, January 23rd, 2023. 53 degrees was the record high on this day. That happened in 1942. And I was looking at my files, mm-hmm. and boy, the the high records are going to be, uh, the temperature records are pretty much all starting to be in the 50s already. Okay. Oh. So they're 34 below on this day in 1886. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Hi, everybody. How was your weekend? I really don't want to know. Let's go on to... Well, I have an admission to make uh, about driving on the... uh, on the seriously rutted streets of St. Paul. You stirred them up via social media over the weekend. And you tell me yeah. if I'm sounding euphorian or liberal Lakesian. Okay. It's actually kind of fun. That's my admission. What? It's so bad How that bad it's fun. It? It's like driving a buckboard in the old well, days. Basically, based upon the video you put out on Twitter... Yesterday or Saturday, whatever. I did two. Well, whatever. I did one Saturday and one Sunday. It was almost as if you were campaigning for one of those Jeep commercials, you right. know, yeah, where the guy's the driving rabbit. through the mountains. And, <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it looked like. It's fun, but there is one danger. If you get up on top of the ridges, you could easily slide into a parked car. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you got to really figure out how to do it. It's but it's it was fun. It was fun. Why don't you go bleep yourself? No, yeah. I was just imagining because what you have done is you've lost what three or four feet on both sides of every street. Yeah, because even our street out here, only one car can get through. If there's another one coming at you head on, you got to take turns. Have you done what I used to do? Uh, you lock it in and then take your hands off the wheel and let. It's like you're going through a car wash, right. and the car right. just drives right. itself. You, you can, Kenny, if you get in the grooves between yeah. the ruts. You get in the slots. Yep. And sometimes though, you can you can pop out of the slots and start going down the street sideways. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you get cross rutted. You can get cross rutted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what site is this that I'm looking at here? I have uh, it's a CBS site. That means Channel Four. Channel Four is the worst local news website. I agree of the uh, of the local news gathering. They're real heavy on uh, record pumpkins and stuff like that. <laughs> But they managed to find people who are sympathetic to the uh, street problems and it, that it's the plow drivers did as good a job as they can. And I agree. Uh, here was the problem. Because, because maintenance and infrastructure is a low priority in the modern political Mysterian class, right. the kinds of heads-up stuff isn't getting done. It's not the snowplow driver's fault. Uh what needs to be done is you get a snowfall and then get back on top of it the next day and do it again. And the money's there. It's just being spent on inclusive poetry right. readings and drag queen hours at the library. It's not being spent on plowing the streets. But that would have remedied the problem. And then also we had a couple of days last week where it was warm enough that everything turned to slush. And yet that too wasn't plowed. Right. And by the time they got around to it, it was too damn icy. So everything they plowed up were basically icy boulders and that you had to remove by hand when you were trying to clear the hump. But that's enough talk about snow plowing. The plow drivers are doing what they can do. Yes. It just is no longer a priority from administration to get it done because they're they're husbanding that budget for their pet projects. And their pet projects are not, is not the maintenance of the city. So here we go. I got to whip through some emails. Okay. Because I've got a lot to do today. Ready? Yep. I mentioned that uh, a documentary called uh, Boys in Blue. Yes. About the coppers who are coaching the North High football team. Coming out on Showtime, I believe. It's already out. Yeah. And apparently it's supposed to be really good. And, and, uh, MJ writes, after hearing you talk about this, I signed up for a free trial of Showtime and sat down to watch on Saturday. I was blown away. I hope everyone has the time to watch this four-part series. I appreciated that it wasn't political or biased. It was simply the story of some cops and some kids from Minneapolis North High. The love between these coaches and their kids was beautiful to witness. This entire story takes place about eight miles from my home in Mac Groveland in St. Paul, yet seems like a world away. I highly recommend it to everyone. Thanks for bringing it to my attention, MJ. Okay, Uh, I'd like to see it. I might as well keep MJ's email as a reminder. Uh, Great note on EVs, and I got this from a number, a number of emailers. 
according to the Star Trip business section, I believe on Saturday, GM is spending $900 million to update four plants. The bulk of that will be going to continue to develop future generations of the small block V8. Hmm. Uh, we're not abandoning the V8 engine. And I got that from a number of emailers. I think that's great news. Uh, this is from Gene. Gene Borchard, who writes, I've been out of the state for some 30 years. Is Garage Logic still on the radio? <laughs> and if so, what radio station around Hibbing, Minnesota would carry it? Somebody get to Gene Borchard in Hibbing and say, give me your phone uh, and do the right buttons and do this woman or man a favor. It's J-E-N. I, uh, I never I, know if that's a man or woman, Gene. I, I have a feeling that Gene's phone is still attached to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it requires a dime. Yeah. That'd be a funny Somebody picture. in Hibbing, will you get to Gene Borchert, please? Uh, and uh, grab his phone. And uh, I did this to a guy the other day. Are you still on? I said, hand me your phone. It was in his car, and we never did. At know. thirty bales last Tuesday, I was talking to a gentleman who go who will go nameless, who may or may not be tied into an advertiser that directly deals with Garage Logic. <laughs> and I said, "Well, are you, are you are you enjoying the podcast?" He said, "Yeah, I haven't listened yet. I don't have time." I said, "Oh, I heard that you, conversation. You, you advertise on our bleeping show." Mm. The whole point of a podcast <laughs> is because you don't have time. Right. right? That's the whole bit. That's the whole point. <laughs> Hello. The guy kept saying that, too. I, know. I don't have time. And I kept saying to him, you have time. Yes, you do have time. This is why it was invented. Right. To cater to a busy lifestyle. Maybe he doesn't like the program. That could be being nice. Yeah, that could be it, too. <laughs> Scott Matura in Montana. Listening to local radio this morning, and a caller from Great Falls made a great point just that just further sullies the EV versus fossil fuel argument. When you fill up at the pump, one of the taxes you pay goes to roads, road maintenance, and new road construction. An electric vehicle uses the roads, puts wear and tear on the roads, but does not contribute to the tax that helps pay for the roads. While a fair is simply a place to judge pigs, it does seem yet another divisive, divisive result brought on by the green movement. Well, let me stop right there, and then I'll finish his uh, email. Believe me, that'll get taken care of. Okay. The government's not going to let the EV owners skate. They'll figure up a new tax at the, at the outlet. Oh, you know that. <laughs> They'll come up with a tax at your outlet in your garage. And then Scott uh, continues, and not necessarily unrelated, as the search continues for more documents under the ever-so-watchful eye of Joe Biden, has anyone else noticed that among his residences, he has a beach house? Surely this house will be a goner soon as the oceans rise. Yeah, why do these rich guys keep building <laughs> ocean houses? I don't know. Uh, and, Scott notes, on all of his properties, not a single electric vehicle to be found. Interesting. That's true. And finally, because uh, I said I wanted to speed through these, this is from uh, Jacob in Wy Cheyenne, Wyoming. As a Wyoming resident that thoroughly enjoys the state, I regret to inform you that Wyoming is full and is not accepting any new <laughs> residents. Thank you. Whoops. Now I already got my little place on the dirt You're already road in. Here. I'm, I got it. I flew in to do today's show. Nice. I flew in to do today's show. Ever been in Nantucket, Billy? Never. 
There once was a man. Once, yeah, exactly. I've been to Martha's Vineyard. I never continued with the ferry and went out to Nantucket. Hmm. Uh, that's another place where the rich people have homes on the right there where the waves right lap the up, yep. right? Well, there are plans to build affordable housing on Nantucket, <laughs> uh, mostly for the, uh, I think Jordy alerted me to this, mostly for the residents who live there year-round. In other words, the workers. Okay. And it's called Surfside Crossing. The plans to build it were submitted in 2018, and they've been hotly contested. Okay. Developers want to create 156 homes on a 13.5-acre site with 70% designated for people who live on the island year-round. They said 15 of the homes and 24 of the condos would be sold for between 261000 and 373000 But locals say we can't have this. The island cannot support this building. Uh, and apparently they, uh, they don't want to... They don't want the... Uh... So these would be the people that Patrick happened upon in that posh area and said, you live around here? Yeah. <laughs> but I find a, a lot of holes in this story. If you're already living on the island as a worker, what? why do the, res, the, uh, why do the tourist owners have trouble with you essentially improving the home you're living in? Right? Agreed. I mean, you're already out there. The locals have been fighting to stop the scheme. Most people on the island think affordable housing is the number one problem facing it, and yet these attempts to try to do something about it usually have one tragic flaw. They are next door to somebody. So this is a real NIMBY problem. Megan Perry, one of the leaders of the Nantucket Tipping Point protest group, said her objections were not NIMBYism. Perry noted that the island's fire chief testified that the development posed a serious public safety concern. In other words, the people who don't want this to happen, they're going to reach for any straw. Right. They're going to come up with anything they can. Uh, they come up with traffic patterns, and they found some rare species. Yep. That could, a that frog. Could, or yeah, a, they a, found a double-breasted mattress mm-hmm. thrasher or wow. something that could be, know. Could be affected. Yeah. So there you have it. I just thought I'd pass that along. I thought affordable housing on Nantucket was $1.5 million one-bedroom condos. That's right. <laughs> There's a little island off the northwest corner of Nantucket called Tucker, Tucker Muck. I didn't know that. Or is it? Hold on. Uh, I can't tell if it's an N or, or an M. It's either Tucker Nuck or Tucker Muck. Yeah. <laughs> Do people live on it? I well, if I blow it up, maybe I'll see. Uh, yeah, there's some roads there. Yep. This is a case of the comfort, be, the afflicted being, uh, the comfortable being afflicted. Afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted. That's what that means. These are the comfortable being afflicted. Mm. And uh, I have no uh, sympathy for them. Your house is going to disappear anyway. What do we got? You're nine? on the ocean. You're not going to last long. We got nine years left now? Are we down to nine? I think we're down to nine. And and uh, speaking of which, yes, species, rare species, California rules. This is in Saturday's paper on the propaganda page. Okay. California rules allow precious rainwater to wash out to the ocean. Oh, no. <laughs> precious rain. Is there any other type of rainwater? Environmental rules designed to protect imperiled fish in the Sacramento 
San Joaquin River Delta have ignited anger among a group of bipartisan lawmakers who say too much of California's stormwater is being washed out to sea instead of being used to pump up the reservoirs and aqueducts. And a series of strongly worded letters. Well, when they get to be strongly worded, you know they mean Yeah, Here it comes. In a series of strongly worded letters, nearly a dozen legislators, many from drought-starved agriculture regions of the Central Valley, have implored state and federal officials to relax environmental pumping restrictions that are limiting the amount of water captured from the Delta. When Mother Nature blesses us with rain, we need to save the water instead of dumping it into the ocean. Assemblymember Vince Fong, a Bakersfield Republican, wrote in a letter to Newsom. Didn't I tell you guys two weeks ago? California, you're getting replenished. Nature is, yeah. is blessing you. Don't blow it. Right. Don't screw it up. They're they screwing are. it up. Since the beginning of January, a series of atmospheric rivers, which of course have never happened before, well, except for many times, uh, since the beginning of January, a series of atmospheric rivers has disgorged trillions of gallons of much-needed moisture across the drought-stricken California, but only a small fraction of that water has so far made it into storage. In the Delta, the heart of the state's vast water system, nearly 95% of incoming water has flowed into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> according to data from the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation. The calls by lawmakers have reignited a long, simmering debate over where and to whom the state's water supply should go. With so much excess water in the system, there is no reason that exports south of the Delta cannot be increased, read, an- read another letter that two Democrats, State Senator Melissa Hurtado of Sanger and Assembly Member Jazz Meat Baines of Bakersfield addressed to Newsom. While the Delta provides drinking water for 27 million Californians and supports the state's massive agricultural industry, it is also a delicate ecosystem that is home to threatened and endangered species, many of which have been suffering amid warming waters. Increasing salinity, dangerously low flows, and other ecological stressors. The tiny Delta smelt are dangerously close to extinction. Hmm. Well, a rash statement for me would be bleep the smelt if it means humans will prosper. State and federal water managers said they have been complying with environmental regulations designed to protect those species, including a so-called first flush protocol that mandates two weeks of reduced pumping at the onset of the first big winter storms. The flush provides the fish with enough time and water to move away from the powerful pumps, which have been known to chew them up. Okay. There are reasons that there are restrictions on pumping, and each of them is founded in some way, shape, or form on trying to conserve habitat for listed species, said Jeffrey Mount a senior fellow at the Public Policy Institute of California. The first flush protocol stems from biological opinions issued by the Trump administration in 2019 and from incidental take permits 
issued by the Newsom administration in 2020. It's a long a Los Angeles Times piece. That was all the Tribune locally published. Okay. It seems mm-hmm. to me that instinctively or stupidly or accidentally, I was on to this two weeks, three weeks ago when I said, you're getting your water, don't blow it. Well, they're going to blow it because we got to save... Uh, Precious rainwater. Some smelt. And uh, I've got nothing against smelt. And I... Uh, I'm not sure where I am on smelt yet. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I have to develop a little more time. We all know where Kenny is. Kenny's a big smelt I've guy. never eaten smelt. They're running. Smelt are running, and they're supposed to be good, right? Mm-hmm. They're little sardine-type fish, aren't they? Uh, are I they know nothing eating about them? smelt. Are they eating them there? I, it just says it, it sounds like a... Uh, a uh, uh, a species of smelt that's uh, threatened <clears throat> with extinction. And so all this new water comes along, and they're worried that pumping the water will destroy those smelt. I yeah, have that yeah, audio you, of the smelt you, running. You told us that. All right. Oh, God, I'm running. That's <laughs> <laughs> the smelt running, running with the devil. Right. Smelts are a family of small fish, the Osmeradae. Found in the North Atlantic and North Pacific Oceans, as well as rivers, streams. Okay. They are also known as freshwater smelts or typical smelts to distinguish them from related arginitad. You know, I just... <laughs> Excuse me? Arginitidae. Yep. Herring or Argentines. Mm. Baflagidae. Yep. Or retropinidae. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> They run in large schools in the saltwater coastline during spring migration. Mr. To their President, have you ever been to Arginite, Mr. President? <laughs> when I was fat, I couldn't see my Arginite. Oh, my God. <laughs> now that I'm skinny, I'd rather be fat. Uh, take a break so We're I road. can knock people's heads off. <laughs> More about smelt. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, well, you got your water. Don't F it up. But they're trying to. They are. They're going to F it up. Kenny, Kenny have you been to Tahoe? Yeah, I have. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of cool. Yeah, it's very neat. You so, know what's neat about it? It could be 90 degrees during the day, and at night you need covers on. Covers on your on your bed. In uh, Tahoe. Tahoe? Yeah. Well, I like covers on my bed year round. I don't. I don't like to be warm when I'm sleeping. <laughs> Call me now. What do you think? You, you like, like to toss and turn at night? <laughs> you put ketchup on your fries. That uh, thirty bales is some good fries. I yo. Mm-hmm. You're making me hungry for fries. Had some. It was chicken tender day today downstairs. Oh, really? Those look like crummy fries. No, no, no. They were the skinny they fries. Used, they yeah, switched. They good one. Oh, the really? I was telling you about. Yep. Yeah. Worst fries in history. I I make that fight all the time with them. Why did I think you weren't a French fry guy? I'll eat them if they're decent looking. Huh. You don't like ketchup. I don't mind a little ketchup. I don't know where you got that. <laughs> you put ketchup on your fries. Decent looking. Yeah, See those fries over the there. Show. See those fries over there. They look pretty good, good looking fries. Good looking fries. <laughs> Is this the Jordana show? <laughs> You mean the Marconi winning? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so mean, Chris. Why am I a bastard? <laughs> yeah. 
That's okay. That's all right. Uh, it's, it's okay. That's it's all right. Yeah, that's really? <laughs> really, it's okay. It's well okay. <laughs> really, it's fine. <laughs> Have you seen Romo do the remake of that Caddyshack? I saw it yes. yesterday. Yes. I hadn't seen it. I like it. I'll be honest. I'm kind of over Romo. I'm done. Oh, I like Romo. I like mm-hmm. Romo, yeah. Although I notice, I don't know why things like this bother me. I think he used to do an ad with what I presume to be his wife, a shoe ad. Yes. Skechers or something. Something and, like that, And yeah. she just struck me as cool, and they got sure. along, and he ain't wearing a wedding ring. I let that bother me. I don't, Joe, I don't wear a wedding ring. It doesn't I'm fit. I'm not talking about you. You ain't Romo. <laughs> wow. How about you, Kenny? You neither? Yeah. Hmm. Right here. I can't get it off. <laughs> See, I, I, couldn't get, I couldn't get mine on when I got heavier. It's me by well, my father-in-law. That's his wedding ring. Well, your wife should have given you a wedding ring. You didn't marry your father-in-law. That was, a nice that was a good gesture. That was all right. I didn't know that. Is that custom? I mean, no, did... he had a he had another ring. He just. What do you call those things oh. like palm fronds? That are on a, a ring, like an engraving of filigree, or uh, I don't use the word. Anyway, fili- they're hey, all. Hey, hey, I don't use the word filigree. That's I don't a even know what that means. word. Bleak. Yeah, that's. Well, a, anyway, they're all worn off. They're gone. They're just gone. Your markings? Yeah. Really. Wore them out, huh? Yep. <laughs> you know what, Reavers? Look at look at Reavers. I know. He's gone again. Just pathetic. Childish. Let's go here. Oh Big guy will be in here in any minute. Rock, rock. It's just childish. <laughs> yes, it is. Joey, did oh, you get in here? That was disturbing. Got to wear out these markings. <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh. I, I'm missing it entirely. You're not on the same path that Rook and I are on right you're now. Not right now. You're well, thankfully I'm you're not. You're on the third rail, I think. Dumb shit trail. Right. Yeah. We're Dumb on the fourth shit. rail. <laughs> the non-existent close. fourth Pretty rail. Close. Dumb shit trail. Hey, are we ready? Happy trails <laughs> to oh, you. Till we meet again. Let's do Here it. we go. I, I can't remember how to play it. You know what I wanted to do when I was filming the streets? I wanted to play some some Western, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. Way out west. Yeah, and use my phone. You don't tell me. I'm an old cowhand. This is what I wanted, something like this. There you go. Are we on? Yeah. The Earth is not your mother. Joe Suchere. Here's a guy with a wedding ring. No filigree, though, or something. That's the foghorn. Oh. Joe Suchere. Dylan, I played it's banjo. the, the world huh? as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Been a long time since I've said this, but it still holds true. The sun came up today, and DK Mags opened at 10 a.m. The sun was actually out for about 10 minutes. That was nice, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it was just temporary. Uh, say, uh, GLers, if you happen to have a firearm you don't like or you don't want or need, shotgun, rifle, handgun, personal defense, doesn't matter what it is, DK Mags will buy it, or even better yet, trade that firearm in for you. 
And that goes, the same holds true up at uh, Monticello Pawn and Gun. Same deal there. GLers, uh, Mon- Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags. The best full-service gun store in the metro and my only choice for guns, ammo, and accessories in the Twin Cities. Good selection, fair pricing, and the most experienced, friendly staff you'll ever deal with. And special orders, no big deal. Do it. Get on the website. Give them a call, whatever it takes. A gun shop for GLers, run by GLers, dkmags.com. Well, GLers, I don't know what to tell you. We're all in this together, and it's difficult to have a positive attitude when we're lied to. But we're being lied to by walls. Uh, now what? Minnesota Democrats who vowed on the campaign trail to fully fund public education. Well, stop. That can't be defined. There is no such thing as fully funding education. And I've said earlier, and I'll say it again, I, I got a $100 bill that says next at the start of next school year in the fall of 2023, mm-hmm. you'll get the obligatory story in one of the papers or on TV about teachers who have to reach into their own pockets to buy pencil stuff. Okay, that's an aside. What we're learning is that the uh, we're we're uh, we're going to fully fund public education, okay. and we're going to I'm going to tell you what that looks like according to Wall. Fully fund, okay. Billions of dollars in new spending for schools to keep up with inflation and pay for costly special education and English learner services. Governor Walls and Democratic legislators are seeking to use newfound control of state government uh, to make the state's largest ever investment in public schools. They have $17.6 billion surplus to tap and no Republican majority standing in their way. My message to families, to students, to teachers, to support staff is this is the budget for many of us who taught for decades. This is the budget we're waiting for. This is the transformational moment that can happen, Wall said. It's all duplicitous. Uh, You've been telling us the same thing year after year after year, if not Walls and some other Democrat. And uh, I wrote about this for Sunday, and I couldn't help myself. I I looked at some of the comments. Uh, based on what I wrote, why? And and some of these people, obviously, who have the column read to them, they uh, they commented, "You can't cut education." See what you don't understand, people, is not increasing the budget is not the same as cutting it. Right. But that that's a big misnomer, and the progressives have gotten away with that for years, claiming that if they don't get an increase, they've been cut. Well, no, you haven't. Well, that's what his entire re-election campaign ran on, was saying that that's what Jensen was for. Well, that's not necessarily no, true. No, Jensen was smart enough to know that education spending, his phrase he used during the campaign was a black hole. Well, it is. It's been a black hole forever. It will continue to be. There is no such thing as fully funded education. You will merely up the bar until the next time you want to steal a surplus <clears throat> and use it to the people who put you in office. There is no uh, rhyme or reason for this. This is a lie. It's not fully funded and never can be. Right. Because you keep changing the definition of what fully funded means. And uh, we won't even dwell on this today because we have no place to go with this. I would love to see the numbers, how many students there are in Minnesota. 
And if it is indeed Well, you could dropping. look that up in a heartbeat. I don't know if I... How many public school students in the state of Minnesota? One of the reasons you guys have trouble with your Google searches and it takes so long is you're not framing your question okay. correctly. How would you like the question In the form of framed. a question. How many public school students total in Minnesota? His plan would spend another $722 million over the next two years. And $3 billion over the next four. According to datacenter.kidscount.org, in 2020-2021 school year, 872,083 in the state of Minnesota. Okay, but what, where are you going with that? What's the point of knowing how many students there are? Because that's what you just asked. Where me. was it? Well, I know, but he. Where was it know. last year, or was it five years ago? Well, I don't know, and I don't care. The, the more important point is that the state is misled. The taxpayers are misled by this false belief that look what we've achieved. Mm. You've you've mm. you've produced mm. us such a great surplus that we can now finally fully fund education, yeah, which is a yeah. lie. The only Let, people being misled are the Democratic fools that voted for him and his party. Mm-hmm. Let the, me the help. The rest of uh, us are not. Uh, Rook's question, or was it Chris's, uh, about the number of students before? Whatever. You yeah. said 872, Chris, right? For yeah, 20- and then in 2021, 2022, it was 870. Yeah, and now the latest numbers that I'm seeing are 821. So it's down 50,000, it looks like. 821,200. Right. a lot of money. Well, and any parent, and again, this is not the fault of a teacher that a kid can't read. That kid has no learning structure at home. End of story. Walls can't fix that. You can't buy it. You can't spend enough money. Doesn't that seem low? Too many parents have squandered their opportunities to send a kid off to school prepared to learn. Right. Period. Plus, they're throwing money at areas that might not need money. There's already financial assistance available for school lunch programs for needy families. And this state has a terrible, terrible uh, performance chart on feeding children without it getting into a fraud. And speaking of performance, are we going to see in the next few years uh, the results of this spending by higher grades, higher graduation, uh, more enrollment? That's is there right. any way to measure this? Right. That's what I wrote for Sunday. Walls was crowing about, let's make this the best state for kids. And I, I to paraphrase myself, I said, okay, that sounds really sweet. But where, how do you measure that you've succeeded? What right. evidence right. do you have that you've achieved What's that? What's your number? What? It it's, can't be done. It can't be done because it's unmeasurable. Many of what, much of what we've seen happen to the American taxpayer on the road to making the taxpayer a much smaller citizen is that the current political class, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, has has developed an almost theme park type of politics, inventing out of whole cloth departments and job descriptions, none of which can be measured for their worth or their merit none of the how do you uh, uh, McAllister has the vice president for inclusive excellence would somebody please tell me how you measure that fellow's job for performance I don't think you can Walls wants to in addition to spending more money on education to make it fully funded which is false 
He wants to create an entirely new department for the government. Children learning and happy thoughts or whatever. <laughs> and that'll have to be staffed with people. And then they'll have to have an office building. And they'll have to have computers and copy papers and secretaries and telephones and assistants. And thus does the government grow to a point where you can't measure their success. So I said to Walls, you can come on. Well, I've said that on the air. Walls, you can have this entire show. I'll sit in the other room. Explain to the people of Minnesota how you intend to measure what you t intend to do. How do you measure it? Got it. Kids can't read. They can't do math. Their behavior is off the charts. How are you going to measure this? You're full of B as in B, S as in S. Your whole party is. Oh, you just don't like kids. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> He'll consider Minnesota schools to be fully funded when they've closed the achievement gap between students of color and their white classmates that rank near the top of the nation. I think this will be a moving target, the governor said. Well, a moving target so, guarantees that it's never fully funded. How is throwing money at schools going to increase the education level of let's just black kids can't answer that because it can't be done and there's no evidence or study to suggest that it's ever worked black parents two words of advice for you one of them well, i've been saying both of them for years quit telling these schools to do your kid a favor and two, pay more attention to your own kid at home end of bleeping story this is ridiculous Drop it's going to bankrupt this state it's going to transform this state into uh, into uh, uh, the worst possible dire financial conditions you can imagine. What's funny in this piece that you and I are reading from and referencing in today's Star Tribune, uh, the GOP side of the aisle is covering everything that we've been saying for a long, long time. But, of course, they're being portrayed as evildoers right, and right. people that hate kids and right. hate black people, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what you're talking about, Joe, because Forbes magazine just rated Minnesota as the second best state in the world to live. Really? Or in the country. That's <laughs> number one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I believe it was. Wasn't it Massachusetts? Uh, well, first Johnny, of all, yours, North Dakota, was, I believe, in the top five as well. well oh, of what course. Is this, who, who funded this and what's it based on? Well, of course it's based on complete nonsense. What does any of this have to do with what we were talking about? Well, Joe was just ripping the fact that the uh -huh. state's going to be bankrupt. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And, and education is one of their... Yes. The things that they base it on, top marks for education you and health. You continue to spend more and more and more, but you're not going to get any better results. There had to be, what, four or five school-related violence issues last week, Rook? Como, Harding, St. Paul Central, Jimmy yep. Lee Rec Center. <clears throat> by the way, and I can't do it all by myself, but I'll pass this along to some people at the paper. Maybe they can do it. You look at this guy who shot the kid at the Jimmy Lee hmm. Recreation Center. Yep. Check the tattoo he's got on his neck. I knew he was tatted up, but I didn't read the tattoo. I think it says loyalty. Okay. Uh, if my informants tell me that's uh, a gang compelled. Uh, and maybe he has forsworn the gang life and doesn't want it anymore. But he, he has that on there. And he also had a permit to carry a gun. I would love to know his criminal record 
And if, in fact, he had any felonies... Well, he, he wouldn't be able to carry one if he did. But if he had felony charges that were reduced to non-felony charges, allowing him to end up with a gun, that would be interesting to know. Might he be another example of a judicial system that cut him so much slack that you ended up putting the guns of a hand, in the hands of a dangerous young guy? You can blame your local sheriff, the county sheriff, for that. Yeah, well... I, the I don't sheriff think, is I don't the think one Fletcher who makes, would accept the, well, well if it was he's Fletcher, the one that makes the determination on who gets to carry in that county well then if it was Fletcher then maybe this kid doesn't have any past felonies well there you go yeah well what's with the tat yeah well I mean you could well just because he's got a tattoo doesn't but it's mean a he... specific gang tat who told you that some cracker uh, basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked it up. There are loyalty tattoos that are related to gangs, and there are loyalty tattoos that are not. So, well, and maybe he has one. Maybe we should that, have our own GL loyalty tattoo. Yeah. Put it right there on our wrist. It's like a little yeah. cattle prod? On our wrist. I ain't wearing one. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, are you going to spend more money on education? Uh, good luck. Uh, Godspeed. Uh, it won't result in anything except the demand for more money. That's ultimately what will result the bottom in. bottom line. Well, that $17 billion wasn't enough. Please produce another surplus, taxpayers, because we're going to need it. There's uh, other ideas this morning from the governor. I'll cover those in the news. That I just, wish the, you would. And let's have... I'm yes, sorry. John? Story actually just broke, so uh, Good. I'll, I'll read that to you cold, basically. Let's have John when we return. In 2020, he was charged with unlawful possession of a handgun. That charge was later Isn't dismissed. Isn't that a felony? It was later dismissed due to a lack of evidence. Uh-huh. That's the only thing on his record. <clears throat> Something in loyalty. Can't spell loyalty without Y-O-U. Well, you hired a guy to work with youth whose, whose initial response to some activity was to shoot a kid. And he'll get off because he'll claim the self-defense BS. There isn't any indication you know that it, the guy you shot had a gun, is there? How do you know it wasn't? There's no indication that the guy he shot had a gun. They got into a fight and then he left to go get his gun. The shooter did. The sh according to the reports that I read, they they were there was a fight and there was physical fighting, and then he left to go to his car to get the gun, and then come back and shoot the kid. And that's that when all the everything else unraveled. The Seems one here says after the fight, he showed it right away. He just pulled up his shirt or whatever to show the gun. Okay. The one I'm looking at, it's from CBS News, so CCO. Okay. Is Tony Carter Melvin's mom? I think so. Uh, I'll verify that. I think the politics is kind of a family business. It's a good gig if you can get it. Oh, yeah. 
And no baseball at Dunning this summer. Isn't that a problematic situation? I thought you and Pat talked about we that. We did. Isn't oh. that something, though? Jeez. It's a bummer. Well, but that that's just not a city problem. There's Kids just start playing baseball like they used to. I wonder why. It's not that expensive. It's not. Do you really want my opinion on that? Yeah. I think kids have a tough time adjusting to dealing with a sport that teaches you how to fail. Which well, I then, think then golfing has no future. That's what I'm saying. I, I, <laughs> I really do. Well, sports participation in general across the board is down because kids would rather play video games or, you know, whatever. Um, but baseball is really suffering because kids just, well, kids find it boring. Um, that's why MLB is going to have a huge problem on its hands in about 15 years. I think all sports will. Uh, football will be fine. Until, well, you know, more people keep dying on the field. Well, but you're just going to have an ever-increasing desperate constituency to play football. Kids that are, view it as their only way out of poverty, for example. Right. And they're willing to die. They're willing to get hurt. Tony is indeed yeah. the uh, mother of Milton Carter. The, the Adina mother of little Jimmy is probably not going to let him play football. I'm was kind of stunned that Jess let William play tackle football. I'm surprised at that, yeah. But he begged her. And I, I got said, uh, and I said, I'm staying out of it. One, two, three. I got four grandsons. None of them have been allowed to play football. Would they have all wanted to? One for sure did. You know, if you play it at a young enough age, you're you're pretty much fine because they basically just run into each other. There's no tackling. But I get it when they get older. That I, I I will never fault a parent for saying no. My dad told me no, but that's because I was really bad, not because of any. It was my skill level. Yeah. I think I played in grade school and said, uh, forget I this. I didn't like to get hit. I didn't either. And I wasn't going to hit anybody. I told you guys I played till I was a freshman and hated it, and my mom uh, – Said, how's football? I said, I don't like it. She said, why don't you just quit? I didn't know I was allowed to, so I quit. I remember getting my bell rung pretty good once in a game, and I don't even remember the bus ride home. Oh, yikes. That was pretty bad. Well, you on your high school football I the did. whole four years? I did. Well, no wonder you're where you are. Do what now? My, uh, Is that some a, spaghetti up there? Is that the moon? Yep. <laughs> were you a receiver? Safety. Safety. Just you're on tall. weekends. You're tall, so I thought maybe... <laughs> I Let's was come back with height. Let's go here. Anybody a center? <laughs> Let's go you here. A picture you of were it? a center, weren't you? No, Kenny was the center. Kenny, yeah. was the center yeah. of Garage Logic. Still love that picture. It's my That's favorite. It looked picture. like some kind of foreign animal or something. Like a, <laughs> no. like a something found on an island off of the Southern Pacific. Kenny on the way in. I'm not Manian s- Devil. Yeah, I'm not something saying like that. It's good or bad, but I have more saved photos of Kenny than anybody on this show. That's even my, even myself. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Let's go here. Are we I'll on? Give you another Are we on a break? Here you go. Are we on a break? No, nope, we're a, rolling. Take a picture of that. That's a nice picture. Make that your that screensaver. It's a good picture. This guy wears many hats, yeah. just not indoors. Excuse me. Joe Souchere. Two years? Two years. Seafoam motor treatment can be used to stabilize that cruddy fuel for two years. And I've actually proved it. Proved it recently uh, with that generator that I hadn't fired up in years. I thought, you know, what the hell? I opened the cap, gave it a sniff, seemed fine, started right away. Two years. 
and everything that Seafoam does for those small engines it can do for the big, 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 big ones. You got a straight eight, you got a V12. What do you got? Just got a small block. That's fine. Doesn't matter. Straight six, slant six. I don't care. Four banger. Uh, it works on everything, gas and diesel, great preventive medicine, and great for reviving engines that haven't turned over in many years, even trannies for that matter, with the Seafoam tranny tune. Check out the website, seafoamworks.com. You'll get all sorts of fun little hints and tips on how to use Seafoam. You can buy this stuff everywhere around the world. A local company, a global reach, uh, reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. The longer okay. I talk, the worse it gets. Start out strong, then it fades. We agree. We hey, still. for 10 bucks a month, <laughs> yeah. you too can join the town council. Oh, boy. And the, now if you join, <laughs> you get a $10 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Center gift card. What? Okay, now you're talking. Deal. Well, wait a now year. We'll talking. probably be giving you a car. No, don't say wait, that. Well, we had given stuff away. The first right. people who joined didn't get anything. They got to be in line first. You get the show archives on video, and you get a weekly newsletter, and you get the membership card. You get the town council window cling, mm -hmm. and you get invites to exclusive members-only events. Go to garagelogic.com and learn more. It's kind of unique and fun to the podcasting world. Because some days when you get us, uh, when we're not uh, podcasting, but you're catching us between breaks, sometimes you're getting your money's worth. Mostly you're not, but it's 10 bucks, so who, you know. <laughs> You know it's, what I it's, want it's from Geo? It's a it's a worthy gamble. I want a ding ding cling. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Ding ding cling. Ding, ding. I like that. Yeah. And Rook, ding, you ding, continue cling. to work on the uh, archives. Yep. And there's a lot of them. Speaking of which, we have to do some liners, by the way. All right. Here's John Height in his newsroom. Thank you, Joe. Before we start news, uh, Kenny uh, got me researching earlier when he talked about Tuckernuck Island. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's privately owned oh by the boy. summer residents. Oh, boy. It's small. It's only 900 acres. Yeah. There's about 35 houses that have been built on the island. The oldest goes all the way back to the mid-1700s. Oh. The oh. island has no paved roads or public utilities. Electricity is generated by gasoline-powered generators and solar panels. Water comes from several wells on the island, and water heaters are generally gas-powered, as are the stoves. The island has a few cars, but most of the folks get around on Scooters? golf golf carts. Golf carts. Oh, doesn't that sound? Uh, is there a is there a commercial area? Uh, no, I don't think so. It just looks uh, flora and fauna. There's nothing nothing there that uh, I think How it's cool just would that be rich people who have houses there. It sounds and like. they're going to be deprived of their gas stove. I mean that you can't That's have right. those. Yeah. You can't yeah. have those. That's coming up. Maybe you, if you don't have it in your news, John, I do have it coming up. I, but, I don't. But here's John Height. Uh, Tuckernuck, by the way, means loaf of bread. Oh, Tuckernuck. Tuckernuck. Yeah. Uh, also, I didn't have a chance. Normally, I listen to the show when I'm not on. I did not have a chance Friday. Did you guys talk about David Crosby? We essentially waited for you. Oh, well, that was nice of you. Uh, I appreciate uh, that. I know more about him than you do, but let's... Uh, I, I doubt it, but I that's know, okay. That's, I'm giving you a hard time. Uh what, what did you guys come up with? Anything? We just yeah. said, uh, I don't did, think we said much at all. We lost uh, David, and uh, uh, I thought I thought he was pretty talented. Yeah, and fa a fascinating guy, too. Uh, you know, obviously, we all know about his troubles with drugs and mm -hmm. and uh, extreme, extremely left-wing. 
I mean, mm-hmm. beyond, beyond what you'd consider a lefty and very opinionated uh, in real life, which was, he uh, was which the was, son of Hollywood royalty for God's yes. sakes. His dad yep. was a, of what, a cinematographer or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Floyd Crosby. Yeah. He was really fun on Twitter. If you guys followed him, uh, mm-hmm. He was fun there. And he also, uh, you know, he made enemies uh, with uh, even friends, like obviously Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young all ended up, you know, fighting at the end. But uh, if you found other musicians, they all loved him if they knew him, which mm-hmm. when you go to, went to Twitter and went to his account, and then you saw pictures after his death of him with 50, I saw at least 50 pictures with different rock royalty where they all talked about how much fun they had with them and how much they enjoyed them and that kind of thing. Also saw Crosby, Stills and Nash in, I don't know, 89 or 90 at the Northrop. Yeah. The, the thing that blew me away about the concert, even though I was a huge Steven Stills guy right. was, was Crosby's voice. Mm-hmm. Just, just incredible. incredible I love his voice. voice. Very yeah. different. Uh, his dad voice. was a co- uh, Academy Award winning cinematographer Floyd, who also worked on Wall Street. Uh, and uh, his father was a relative of the Van... Renalassier family, granddaughter of Bishop of Pittsburgh, Cortland Whitehead, descended from the Van Cortland wow. family. They regularly inhabited the New York Society pages before their wedding. Well, he they had homes in Hollywood and Santa Barbara when he was a kid. Uh, he came from Doe. He didn't die with much. He managed to squander most of what he made. I... Uh... Uh, if uh, I know somebody, let's put it this way. I know somebody who worked on a uh, part of a, that. Have you guys seen the autobiographical uh, video? Cameron Crowe did the, the yes. movie, the film. Yes. Wonderful film. My name or remember my name. Remember, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know somebody who worked on that, who uh, went to his house and said he yeah. just had a grand time working on it. And, and he and his wife, Jan were, were, were wonderful to this person, cinematographer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, David Crosby. Those yeah. boys had a lot of fun in the 60s in uh, Topanga Canyon. They really did. They yeah. had a lot of fun. Yeah, and I got a... the story wrong. I did tell a story Friday, John, that I got wrong. And that is they're all laying around Mama Cass's house one day before they were a group. And Crosby and Stills were harmonizing something. And it was Nash who said, do that again. And they did mm-hmm. it again. And Nash said, do it one more time. He did it again and did it one more time. And Nash said, I'll do it again and I'm going to join in. And he yeah. did it. And they all looked at each other. And Nash was the one who said, I guess what I know what I'll be doing for the next couple of years. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't Crosby who said that. That's a great story. And it was, I think, I could be wrong, but I think it was Helplessly Hoping, a song that Stills yeah. had written, which ended up on their first album, which is a great song. So anyway, anyway, the fact that he lived to 81, that's really a miracle. Should surprise anybody who knew his history. Yeah. So in news, uh, Governor Tim Walls, uh, you'll have to excuse me. I just dug this up, Joe, when you were talking about the other stuff. Uh, he's now unveiled his proposed state budget regarding public safety and health. According to Walls's office this morning, his latest proposal includes $22 million for expanding access to non-narcotic pain management services, a $100 million investment for housing, a $1 million investment for firefighter training and education, $300 million for public safety aid that would be provided to cities, counties, and tribal governments, as well as $4.5 million up front and $1.5 million in grants to help agencies buy body cameras. Items listed in the proposal include universal background checks on all firearm sales, 
raising the minimum age of buying military-style style firearms to 21 years old, the banning of high-capacity magazines, permanent funding the state's Department of Veterans Affairs to find gaps in homeless veteran response systems and to connect at-risk veterans experiencing homelessness with Social Security disability benefits, the creation of incentives for incarcerated individuals to take part in treatment plans to help with their return to communities, creating a public health insurance for Minnesotans, expanding medical assistance eligibility, extending the prescription drug price transparency program to include pharmacy benefit managers and wholesalers, and provide funds to support grants for healing and overdose prevention. Uh, all of this follows last week's proposal, uh, wow. 12, $12 billion for uh, mm. education. The proposal comes as $300 million public safety bill is on fast track at the Minnesota Capitol. Back in the day when uh, politicians actually had some bipartisan engagement, uh, the sitting governor would would come up with this kind of stuff, and it was called a wish list. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then because people were rational and normal and didn't fight each other all the time, they would get together and they'd get whittled on and honed and reshaped, and you'd end up with something that, generally speaking, both sides could live with. Mm-hmm. That's gone now. Yep. And and much of this, much of what's called Walls's wish list probably will be brought to fruition because there's no counter voice. Including using the money to take away some of our current rights, rights that we already have. You know what he's doing? This is the equivalent of a uh, recently just signed athlete letting it rain at the strip club is what he's doing with our money. Just letting it rain. Yeah. I like that analogy. That's a pretty good analogy. I log at the strip clubs. <laughs> A log of the script club. A log of the script club. I always misplace that one because it's spelled incorrectly. Well, he says script. I know. A log of the script club. A log of script club. Is that Pac Man? So who convinced? Oh, that's not it. Yeah, it's bubbles there every week. Hold on, I'll find it. Yeah, go ahead, John. You you look and I'll read. A public meeting will be held tonight on the hot topic that you already hit today, Joe. Snow plowing in the city of St. Paul. Uh, I don't know. What can can they divine tonight, Uh, you know? Last week, crews tried to plow residential roads where snow had built up from previous storms after citizens complained. And since then, the city said they did make some progress on residential roads. Uh, Some areas as of this weekend, though, uh, continued to be too packed with parked cars for plows to clear. In addition, the city's public works department issued a statement Monday morning after getting reports of several garbage and recycling carts being knocked over and damaged during plowing operations last week. Uh, The statement said they were aware of the problem. Members of the city's public works staff will join the meeting, which will be held from 6 to 8 at Arlington Hills Community Center at 1200 block of Payne Avenue. Uh, Back to that overturned and damaged cart story, the Pioneer Press reporting, uh, residents took video saying a snowplow driver went rogue and bulldozed several trash bins and recycling carts, (laughs) (laughs) sending the containers flying into yards and other neighbors' driveways and throwing trash and recycling everywhere. It was captured... (laughs) captured and posted on YouTube. Uh, according to one man writing on a YouTube page, the snowplows pushed four damaged trash carts into my driveway, but none of them are mine. I did find mine, though, a block away. City Council, <laughs> <laughs> City Council President Amy Bredmon, whose Ward 5 includes much of the Como Park neighborhood, posted on the page about the incident. She thanked residents for bringing it to her attention and said the behavior was, in her words, completely outrageous and unacceptable. Is she the one that will find walking her dog? Which one is she? Yeah, yeah. if you want to talk to her, you can catch her around Como. Como, around 10 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. okay, walking the dog, right. (laughs) 
You know, I'm going soft because there's nothing you can do about it now. Our fate is sealed because they right. didn't get to it before it froze. It's your only hope now is 60 degree weather. Love the shirts. Yeah. It'll melt. Yeah, Saint it'll Paul melt. It'll melt. And yeah, I did go to the strip club, I did. which I shouldn't have been in, I which been. I haven't been in since then. That's See? right. I believe you. Yeah. First responders took nine people to the hospital after a seven-vehicle crash last night in Minneapolis, according to the state patrol. Department of Transportation cameras showed stalled, tra- uh, stalled traffic throughout the 8 and 9 p.m. hours on westbound I-94 near the Franklin Avenue Bridge. The state patrol says the crash happened in the area around 8.30 in the evening last night. Nobody's injuries were life-threatening. The state patrol says they're investigating the cause of that crash. You know, why I miss, uh, you know why I missed that crash last night, John? How come? Because I, w- I was watching the worst movie ever made. What, what was that, Kenny? Top Gun Maverick. See, those oh, are just fighting words. You've seen wow. that? What didn't you like about it, in all honesty? Virtually every second. And you've it's seen the, the most, original. It's the, it's the most predictable, worst written, lame piece of crap. You found I it a cliche, didn't you? Seen. Every, every scene about it was a cliche. First, we have the old man going against uh, his superiors, hitting Mach 10, okay. And then he's back at Top Gun. And then (laughs) we established that all the pilots are jackasses. And it's just, everything is predictable. But the flight scenes alone weren't worth your time? No, no. Rolled out Val Kilmer. I'd have to to part ways with Kenny. I thought the, the technical filming was really fun. What a piece of junk. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience gave it a score of 99%. And that's why Hollywood is a hellhole, because they turn out this absolute garbage. (laughs) You're wrong. You're just wrong. It's just middle America white white bread, warm milk piece of crap. I'll answer that question, however. Horrible acting. How many times? Actors we've... Who the hell are these people? We know two. We know two actors wow. in the whole film. <laughs> How oh, many times? Wow. Here's Tom flying a jet. Here's Tom driving a car. Here's Tom riding a motorcycle. Oh, motorcycle. give me a break, Joe. Do you want to know how many times I've seen it in the theater or in total? Total. Eight. Okay. Well, you should be fired. Five times in the theater. It's like rookie. rookie. You're not allowed to mention anymore because rookie can't mention. Uh, Including, uh, I've seen movies. it. I've seen John it in Candy. the theater in three different states. Oh, I'll have you. That know. is so messed up. Yep. Because he's been banned at local theaters. <laughs> Do not let this man watch it one more time. This oh, we, is the equivalent of telling the entire world that you're the dumbest ass in the whole wow. wide world. You know what? You hate. Lot. I'm not going to sit here and let Reavers. you, you know, badmouth the United he, States you know of America. He hates America. <laughs> you really he? do. <laughs> Are you part of the Taliban? Are you part and of the Taliban? As for you, Sushere, I don't understand what's your theory been something about puts our faith back in America, USA. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> no, I, I'm not, not at all. I'm not sure I said that. It put my faith back. It, it seemed to me to be a movie made by people who have not paid attention to anything that's happened in culture in the last 30 years. There was nothing woke about it. There was nothing inclusive about it. There was nothing diverse about it. There was, If there was diversity, it happened organically. There was nothing in it that's, that suggested hints of the failed academy. That's what I liked. People in the Navy even said it was a great oh, depiction. Of course. Is it depiction? And the, uh, 
Kenny hated this movie so much at 7.07 this morning, he sent me a message asking me if I'd seen it. And then he followed that with an obscenity describing the movie. So that's how well, John, you still haven't like. seen the original. Well, John, I, I sent that to both you one. and Don. To me because and Don, I thought yes. maybe Don we could I. talk about it on Wednesday, but Don hasn't seen it either because she knows that it's a piece of ass. Do you want me to call in? I, I'd be happy to call into the Krabby Coffee <laughs> Show and discuss yeah. the movie. Yeah, with you got you. a guest right there. Here we go. Uh, what do you, you want to know? You know, my right. favorite scene is when they. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I want to have you on my show so you can talk all over me on that show, too. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Wow. Let's, let's do that. Boy, Kenny's feeling cantankerous. He really is. Let's move on with the news. I wish you would, we? John. It's the only way to avoid this. The Federal Bureau of Investigation searched President Biden's Delaware home Friday and located six more items containing classification markings. Investigators also took possession of some of his notes, according to the president's lawyer. Bob Bauer is a personal attorney for Biden. He said the search lasted 13 hours. The classification level and contents of the material seized was not disclosed. The Justice Department took possession of materials it deemed within the scope of its inquiry, including six items consisting of documents with classification markings and surrounding materials, all of this according to Bauer in a statement. Investigators also took further review personally handwritten notes from the vice presidential years. In a separate statement, Richard Sauber, a White House attorney, said the Justice Department conducted a comprehensive search of the president's residence. Neither the president nor the first lady were present during the search. Oh, yeah. Well, did you know that seen from above, St. Peter's Square is in the shape of a keyhole? Hmm. What? Okay. Got to watch Aliens, man. You know what's coming. I've seen better acting on episodes of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> that one with Longway Corrigan. Yeah, that was a sure. better than Tom Yeah, I don't know what you're saying Remember about the cast, one. in all seriousness. Jennifer Conley is a huge star. John Hamm is a huge star. Yeah, Miles Teller out, is becoming uh, a huge star. All out of work. Yeah, and <laughs> desperate to take any role. Reavers, he, he's throwing a plug this big into the lily pads. Uh-huh. It's this big. Yep. And you're trying to get your big pie hole around it. No, I just wanted Spit to look it up out. stuff from uh, Top Gun stuff. Maverick. We lost Chris for the rest of the year. Eight and a half out of ten on IMDb. He threw, he's at, He's got an industrial strength fishing rod yep. with twine for, for line. And he threw the heaviest lure mm-hmm. he could find. He got and me. And you just went for it. He got me. Yeah. But I just, you know what, I've come to the realization, Joe. I, I just think, I don't think Kenny's smart enough to realize the brilliance of Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> the whole night, <laughs> the whole show, I'm predicting what's going to happen next. And I didn't get it wrong once. Kenny, I will admit. It's so predictable. I When I, I saw it on opening night, I did the same exact thing, and I still wasn't disappointed. But I agree with you completely. You He's going to end up teaching at Top Gun. <laughs> He's going to end up flying the mission himself. Does anyone know anything about Banshees of Inisherin? Oh, t- where do you yeah. want to know? You, Jen? Well, we, Kenny and I do because Dawn talked about it at length during Krabby that, Coffee Am I going to have to use closed caption to understand that, I wonder? I might say into my microphone, I want to watch That's that. the one that I'm too uh, afraid to watch, right? Yeah, the, the one yeah. with the two, two Irish guys. Why are yeah. you afraid to watch it? Uh, this is Dawn likes some weird, scary, frightening movies that change your life. And I've learned my lesson with her. Her, her, her. Uh, There's nothing to suggest this is a horror movie. 
Yeah. Well, no, no, but there are some creepy parts which she alluded to. Uh, oh, so what? In the film, I, to me, I thought it sounded fascinating. But that's she's on a different level than the rest of there's us. There's some when it creepy comes to parts movies. in Top Gun. No, no, there's not. <laughs> what looks like a keyhole so. from above? Oh, St. Peter's Square. Uh, See, the a... the ancient astronauts uh, thought that the keyholes were assigned to. Uh, go through the keyhole and enter a different realm. What do you make of all the granite obelisks that we have around the world? Are you buying that the, those are uh, using um, current from the earth to contact the, yes. the brethren? Yes, the... because I don't know how the uh, primitive people, uh, it was all they could do to wrap a lion's skin around them for clothing. They didn't know bleep. And uh, they were sinking multi-ton obelisks into the ground, halfway yeah. into the ground. Yeah. How, how'd they do that? Huh? Huh? You huh? know, for ig as ignorant as you are, I think you've come wow. up with the best, <laughs> the absolute best theory on what these aliens and UFOs are, and I completely 100% buy it, and I've never heard anybody else but you say it. It's us coming back to visit us. Coming back to see how we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. What? I'm going to take my pencil and do Johnny Carson and go, when exactly did I lose control of the show? When did I lose control of the show? John, if you, if you don't mind. Sure, Chris, what the hell? Joe, Governor Tim Walls issued the following four minutes ago. Our one Minnesota budget proposes universal background checks on all firearms. Sales. Yeah, that's the one that set me off, Chris. Raises the minimum age to purchase military-style firearms John, and bans high-capacity magazine. I, Joe, this isn't a partisan issue. Issued four minutes ago. This is yeah. about protecting Minnesotans. Let's get this done. Okay. One Minnesota budget. If that's just not a let line me, of bull. Let me just educate everybody who doesn't know this. Thank you. Trying to take away high-capacity magazines at this point is like trying to take away Ford F-150s. It just, it's impossible, and it won't happen. There's, I mean, I bet you I have 60 of them myself still in the package. Yep. It's just, it's not going to happen. And so now I'm going to need a background check to go buy a Remington 870 so I can shoot some ducks. Give me a break. Yeah. Anyway. Well, what are you going to yeah. Representative George You know who Santos. I blame for all this? I don't know if I made this clear earlier when I was on my rant. Reavers. You know whose fault this is? Mavericks. No, it's the Minnesota GOPs. Yeah. It's the Republicans' fault. It's not much of a party. No. No, it's non-existent. Yeah. Representative George Santos, who initially denied claims he performed as a drag queen, later appeared to admit he he did have fun dressing at a festival, dressing as a woman. Okay. And and not only that, recently surfaced Yo. videos seem to suggest he, he did it over a period of at least three years and not just once, like he said, perhaps, that he did. The allegations of Santos performing in drag first emerged last week when freelance journalist Marisa Cabas broke the story. Cabas spoke to Ula Richard, a drag queen and former friend of the embattled congressman who shared a photo appearing to show Santos in a red feathered dress, jewelry, and a black wig. Richard said the photo was taken in 2008 at the Pride Parade in a city next to Rio de Janeiro, where Santos was living at the time. She then shared more photos of what appears to be Santos and Drag, telling Cabas she met him when he was a teenager and knew him as Anthony DeVolder, two of his given names. He's used several names now. I think it would serve three. these effed up, weak-spined Republicans to see Santos start voting with Democrats and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he won't, though, because he has aligned himself with far-right GOP lawmakers, which is what's making everybody angry. Uh, he also supported Florida's parental rights and education bill, which critics have labeled the Don't Say Gay bill. He's accused drag queens of grooming children with other GOP members, and he's been accused of lying about his past, including fabricating elements of his employment history, education, and his mother being present at 9-11. When she was out of the country, right? You guys, oh. I, I, if, I don't know. Do you guys hate Jimmy Fallon as much as I do? Yes. Um, I have to give him props. He had on, he had on uh, Lovitz, John Lovitz playing yeah, Santos. Sure. Oh my God! Oh, it was so funny! Oh, oh my God! You just gotta look this up and watch it. It, it right is now. so funny. Did, did it involve the? Yeah, that's it. That bit. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was. It was yeah, you know, it. it was just such a perfect pit, pit, um, because it just it reminded me of that just, old character. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I'm just seeing just, the still shot right now. He's just lying about everything, and it is so awesome. I remember when I, my wife, Morgan Fairchild, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's kind of that bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Police in Atlanta have now uh, said the charges uh, who uh, that are going against six people who were arrested Saturday night in downtown Atlanta during protests that came in response to a proposed police training facility and the fatal police shooting of an activist earlier this week. They each face four felony charges, domestic terrorism, arson in the first degree, criminal damage in the second degree, and interference with government property. The suspects range from 20 to 37 years old, and none are from Georgia. The protests come in response to a planned 90 million 85-acre law enforcement training facility dubbed Cop City by its opponents, and just days after the police killing of 26-year-old activist Manuel Esteban Paez Terrain during the site of the training center. Favors, turn it off. First this is not what you do in the middle of a show. No, I know. I was seeing if anything was, but we can't. I realized we. Well, can't then turn it off. It. I just did. We Const can't play it on the air. No, that's, that's too bad. I know. Concert announcement for fans of 1990s country music. Brooks and Dunn will be hitting the Excel Energy Center as part of their reboot tour. Get it? Oh, reboot. yeah. I thought big. that was the, are they the guy that's a guy and a, a Native American? Who no, am I that's, of? that's Williams and Ree. Oh, Brooks and Dunn enough. were pretty much a straight, yeah. no, where yeah. Brooks and Dunn were a straight country. Oh. Really, really pretty good country band, actually. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be going. And it's called yeah. the reboot tour because their big hit was Boot Scoot and Boogie. Which I've, which I've done in at least three bands that I've been Who in. Who else is playing that uh, show, Johnny? Uh, that show will be opened by uh, Scotty, what's his name? The guy that... Uh, McCreary. Yeah, the guy that was on American yeah. Idol. Yeah, where's this show? Yeah. XL uh, Energy Center. Uh, they haven't basically done much since 2010, 2011. They did concerts then at the Excel Center and the Minnesota State Fair, but that was part of a retirement tour. And for the say. most part, they uh, did stick to their word and remained... Uh, retired until they need uh, the bread, huh? Did you see where that Sea Hag Madonna is going to make another tour? Mm, good, for yeah, you. I did. Yeah, yeah. Woo -woo. tickets hey, go uh, on sale at 10 o'clock uh, on Friday. Is, is Bruce Springsteen going back out on tour? Yes, oh, yeah. I, I think he saw, uh, I think I saw he's going to be here in early March, right? Yes. That's correct. That's yes. government music. I tried desperately if, to get tickets, but they were a little out of my, my I am uh, going league. Um, um yeah, boy, oh, if he could play the tickets. If he could no, play "Born to Run" it. right away, first song out of the uh, uh, out on stage, I'd I'd love to see that. 
I have yeah. a wife that would well, leave me for him. So we had yeah, to go. Well, here's the deal, fellas, and you can throw all the hooks out you want, but there's not a better rock and roll concert in the world. So throw all the hooks out you want. Go ahead. A, uh, I won't bite. Springsteen? Yeah. Where's I've he, seen he'll him. give you your money's worth. Where's I've seen him a couple times. Is he playing I've, the X? I've, I've seen him 15, maybe. Oh, I haven't seen him 15. All no. that money, and he can't fix that underbite, huh? Nope. The roommate saw him during that tour in the 80s that Courtney Cox was up dancing on stage with him. Born, yeah, it's the first time I saw him. The My wife was at that concert. That was all planted. And do you know right. that uh, you know. they all thought, oh, she was so lucky that she got picked out. Well, they had to redo it again. Right. They right. Well, they were shooting the video. a video. It right. wasn't, you know, right. wasn't, wasn't supposed to be a surprise. Right. She was doing the white girl dance. Well, they were dancing in the dark. Right. I think. A man in North Carolina stole a job. I don't know, Such. Some of those lyrics are pretty dang good. And, you know, I went to the river one day. Well, I mean, let's, start outside. let's face it. He's an awful, awful musician, but he can really write some lyrics. Okay, I see a hook. I see a hook flying right at me. <laughs> I had to call my neighbor musician. over so he could give me a ride. <laughs> I, I, two of the things Joe uh, ever said to me that made me doubt him. <laughs> First thing he said was Bruce Springsteen's not a very good guitar player. That really made well, me doubt him. Yeah, he's not. And then, and then he walked out to my desk one day when we were in the old building or the hey, old Johnny. area, and he said, hey, was Jimi Hendrix really that good a guitar player? At which point I went, what? I don't think it, I would have done that. You, you did that. Trust me. Trust me. You did that. I thought you were crazy. Yeah, rookie, no. you're right. He should have been playing coffee houses with Pete Seeger in the 50s. <laughs> I mean, it's just garbage, isn't it? <laughs> I, I'm not biting, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> you can so try all you want. Shaking. John is shaking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm fine. Clarence I'm made fine. him. Clarence Clemens made yeah, him. Yeah, but um, did he ever do one of the best opens to a great movie? Like Kenny Loggins for Top Gun? I don't yeah, think so. I, I like Kenny Loggins, so, oh, although that's too. about the worst song he ever did. But. <laughs> down by the river. I like that song. No, no, we go down we to the river, Kenny. Not, down, by the river. down by the river actually is Neil Young. Wheel in the sky keeps on turning. No, there's a guy who can't sing. That's, Neil that's Young. Okay. That's, yeah. that's true. Down by the river where no one goes, there's a lady down there. She's got no clue. by the river. <laughs> it's all the same, John. Why don't we take a break? No. You sure? <laughs> oh, we weren't. <laughs> we're in we Music were, Corner. We were on? It's music over. Corner. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations, John. John, <laughs> you, you did really yeah. well there. I'm, I'm really proud Trouble of you. The trouble with Springsteen is he plays too long. He'll give you a, a great show. Yeah, he doesn't really three sing. Hours. Yeah. He doesn't either Joe's sing either. Joe's looking at his watch after Thunder he's, Road going, he's i got to get out of here. He sings fine, Kenny. He just kind of blurts. Well, I disagree, Kenny. Sorry. And Max does not take his eyes off of the man. No, every cue comes from Springsteen. Yep. Why not the bass player? What do you mean? Well, most drummers he, play off the bass player. No, well, Springsteen is like Elvis. You got to you got to watch you got to watch him. He's like, he's the conductor. Except, yeah, he does stuff in the middle of songs that changes the song in mid-song. Oddly so, enough, Charlie Watts played off Keith. Mm. Keith, really? Mm -hmm. Keith. Keith. See, but that that's a whole different thing though. What we're talking about is he's actually changing what's going on, Springsteen. Yeah. Keith never did. I mean, they always They've always had a set list, and they stay to it, and the songs are arranged pretty steadily, pretty normally. Okay. Springsteen, that's not always the case. 
I got to in that Northern USA tour. I was in the fourth row, and I could hear him giving verbal cues, which was great. Could hear him yelling in the middle of songs, doing stuff, and the band just boom, just took the right turn with him, the left turn. It was beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> well, I'd like if to you see like music, do... Joe. It is, yeah. yeah. I'd like to see I him do "Born to Run." That's a good song. <laughs> it's always the encore. Tramps like us. Baby, we were born to run. Yeah, I'm not I waiting through a four-hour broken run. heroes. The last band, Chance Power. Yeah, I really like the new group, War on Drugs. I guess they're not that new. They're good. Yeah, they're a good band. And I like Spoon, although I think their name is I dreadful. Like spoon. That's weird. You should while, say that because Dylan had that same expression to me about two weeks ago. He goes, "What a stupid name for a band." It's just terrible because their stuff <laughs> is better than their name. Yeah, I, I like. What spoon. should they be called? Well, I don't come up Fork. with a good name. Spoon is ridiculous. Does it have a meaning? I have no idea. You didn't look it up? The lead guy's dad is a neurosurgeon at the University of Texas. That's another David Crosby deal where they came from some dough. Hmm. Oh, I got to look. <laughs> oh, here you go. Bing were not related. The name Spoon was chosen to honor the 1970s German krautrock band Can, whose hit song Spoon Nine. was the theme song to the 1985 movie Jagged Edge. There you go. Well, now you know why. Does that Jagged change? Edge would have been a better name. And now you know the rest Paul of the Harvey. story. David Crosby was the sperm Ooh, donor excuse me. for Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. And yes, Julie Seifer. And... Uh, and their son died, or he died of uh, opioid because he got the bad overdose. Bad John, I could get you into the third row of this Springsteen show. Neighbors, give me that for how much? Two hundred fifty dollars. Well, that's yeah. not bad. No, no, I like this one. I am so. I think the seats we have are the top row on the third level. Where is he playing? X. Yeah. No. Here's one. Uh, Wait a minute. Bank. Oh. Here's one in the front row. No, it's oh, no, 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 no. I'm wrong. Right. Section. I'm I'm what looking at of? different sections. Never mind, John. The clamoring for uh, okay. I wasn't going female who's coming <laughs> to U.S. Bank. Madonna. Madonna. No. no. Uh, hot Nikki. No, the hot uh, Taylor. Fleetwood Mac. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. That ticket talk has disappeared. Well, it's because yeah, it the both shows sold out. Oh. No. I thought you were talking about Stevie Nicks with what's I, his name. Billy Joel. Thank Billy you. Joel. Maybe that's what we have to Is that at U.S. Bank? Yes. Is Wait a Springsteen second. at U.S. Bank? No, that's yeah. at XL. Okay, because XL is better acoustics. I agree. U.S. Bank shows. Wait up. a second. $275 for Section 225, which is behind the stage. Oh, yeah. Upper they, level. I, I had the whatever, the early thing, wow. pre-sale stuff and wow. everything, and the, I couldn't find anything under $400. That was oh, decent. Wow. And that was, as, that was three months as, ago. When you get as big as Springsteen, I wonder how many people are on the payroll. Serious, oh my God. serious question. That's got to be yeah. a lot. Is it, is it one of those deals where he's got one truckload of shit leapfrogging the other to get to the next city and all that stuff? Is um, yep. Who's the promoter here? Mark Edelstein. It's not a Live Nation thing, is it? I don't know. I don't think Springsteen? so. Was talking to John. I, I don't want to hear it, it, any of you other idiots. <laughs> Didn't say anything. Uh, the one thing, though, with U.S. Bank shows, I've noticed: wait until a day or two before, and then go online. 
or go down there an hour before it starts. Or that, too. The problem is with everything being digital, I, I no longer trust people on the street with shows. My God, that was July of last year. I was thinking it was like three months ago when I tried to get tickets. Like, it was $450. Oh, they're ridiculous. And they were more originally in July. $600 for the general admission floor? Mm -hmm. Standing room only. John? General admission, I've got $1,100. I misplaced today's day in history. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. You need to find it? Oh, no, I'll read it off the... Okay. I'll pretend yeah. that it's... Uh, I'll pretend. How early would you go to the general admission uh, stage a week, for a that? Week, a week beforehand. Okay. got it. Uh, do we have a suite there? Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, hey, I'm sure Dan? All the, hey, the, Dan? The suits will be there, won't they? For a Springsteen concert, yeah. Yeah. I saw do, food do I, I, I think I smell weed. Oh, that's just <laughs> not right. Goodness. I, I saw the Foo Fighters. Glad I don't have to drive tonight. Sweet. That show was awesome. No, the Grand Canyon's awesome. Not the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Everybody's getting shots at them today, aren't they? I, I, well, I desperately want to like the Foo Fighters, but I think they just make noise. What? They're not melodic at all. Uh, well, I will say, since uh, What's-His-Name died, I don't know how they sound anymore. I am a fan of about two songs every album, and I yeah. like those songs a lot, but the rest of the album, I'm with Joe. It's just kind of, eh. mm-hmm. But like Learn to, did Fly, with the, Learn to Fly uh, that, is a great song. That song he did with Bob Mould. It's a girl's name oh. was the title. Uh, Ooh, Grohl? You talking about her? Yeah. No, Foo Fighters. Yeah, Grohl and the Foo Fighters did one with oh, Mould. Oh, I got to go Dear Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary. That's a really good song. Joe, Joe, you'd like that one. Well, I'm ready if you were 11. Holy moly. Really? Yeah. Gee whiz. Who did they pick as a drummer? They're going back out. Are they? Yeah. It was a female, wasn't it? They take that 14 year old black chick. No, I, um, what was his name? Taylor Hawkins, right? Mm-hmm. Sadie. God. Isn't it? Or is your, uh, aren't you wearing your trophies today? Uh, they are in my pocket. Trophies. I didn't want to brag today. I didn't feel very braggadocious. But I have to get back there. Omar. I have to be there. Hakeem. Omar Hakeem. Holy shit ski. Is who? I mean, shoot. Is the new drummer for the Foo Fighters. You're already You're who's, who's been you're with. Well, he's more of a jazz and R&B drummer. He's great. He played with Sting back in, God, 2005. Uh, he was the house drummer on, if you remember, Night Music, the TV show with David Sanborn. No. Uh, is he for sure it? I'm just reading a news story. Uh, wow. I mean, I'm sure he can handle this with no problem, but still, it's kind this of This is weird. Dateline January 11th from Far Out Magazine. Far Out, man. Uh, Omar Hakim has some major upside as the new Foo Fighters drummer. He's a hired gun by trade. He knows how to play rock. That's what the article says. Jeez, look at the lineup of who he's played with. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. Oh, my There, I almost said it, didn't I? He's a monster. Well, why wouldn't Grohl just replace him? He's got to be his front man. That's true. Hmm. Hmm. 
Mm. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, you ready, Such? Uh, yeah. Rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Democratic leaders in major cities nationwide have already moved forward with bans on natural gas stoves, even as the Biden administration has pumped the brakes on similar regulations at the federal level. Cities including L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, and New York uh, have enacted varying restrictions on natural gas hookups impacting gas-powered furnaces, ovens, and stoves. Uh, Your furnace is next. New York City. The hell with them. Well, you can't take that attitude because your furnace is next. Yeah, we got a gas stove and a gas furnace. Mm -hmm. Yep, me too. Gas or electric. And And so you're going to have an electric one that's going to run off electricity that's generated by the sun and the wind, except when the wind doesn't blow and there's snow on your uh, solar panels. Then you don't have heat. Yeah. The biggest mistake that could... Oh, oh, well, we've already had a lot of mistakes. A major ongoing mistake will be made if Gavin Newsom becomes president. Well, it's shut her down then at that point. It is. He's a, a weak soul. He's a... Only because they come to us. More documents found at uh, Uncle Joe's house. Yeah. Nothing. Hey, do you listen to the news? Come on. Only because they come to us. It's too All busy the way from trying to fish you in. Marlith Park and in Pumalanga, South Africa. Joe, you gotta you gotta cheer up a little. From the traveling lions. Wow. <clears throat> on this day Yes. Um, today is January twenty third. On this day in eighteen fifty five, a cable suspension bridge opened between Minneapolis and Nicollet Island. Hmm. The first permanent span over the main channel of the uh, Mississippi. It could be crossed by paying a toll of three cents one way or five cents for a round trip per human foot passenger, 15 cents per horse, and two cents per head for sheep. Did we pay that back then, or did we just skip it like we do the light rail? No, you had to pay. Oh, back then. Yeah. On this day in 1865... So it was pretty much where the Hennepin and Avenue Bridge is, right? I suppose, yeah. Yeah. In 1865, First National Bank of Minneapolis started business with a capital of 50 grand, with beginnings at a private bank co-owned by its first president, Jacob Seidel, or Siddle. The institution would go through several name changes, celebrating 75 years in business in 1939 as First National Bank and Trust Company of Minneapolis, and then reverting to its original name in 1943. I have no idea if that's still there. First National Bank of Minneapolis. You want me to look it up? Yeah. Yeah. On this day in 1929, the three-day trial of Lake Charles resident Ben Schock, charged with not having a license for his beagle, began. (laughs) Declaring a case of mistaken identity, Schock claimed that his beagle had died and that the license fee collector had seen him with another beagle. 
Stock refused to <laughs> pay bail and is jailed for 30 days Jeez. while the judge pondered the case, finally wow. ruling that Shock had been wronged and should be set free. <laughs> he was in jail for 30 How did days. That make this list. Yeah, for a wrong beagle. Well, Good didn't the, the judge that put him in jail finally decided that he shouldn't have put him in jail? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On this day in 1976, another strange one Milton Reynolds, an Albert Lee native who became a millionaire by his astute in early mass production and promotion of a new type of ballpoint pen in the 1940s, <laughs> died in Chicago. That was a tremendous loss. On this day in 1986, Northwest Airlines bought Republic Airlines for $884 million, I remember a, that. A purchase that formed a twin... Cities based a single Twin Cities based carrier and the third largest airline in the United States. Ah, what was Republic before it was Republic? North Central. Good job, Such. Very good. In 1986, on this day, Jan 23, William Rubin, former president of Flight Transportation Corporation of Eden Prairie, and Janet Carkey, his chief financial officer were found guilty by a federal jury in St. Paul of penetrating the law... Perpetrating. Well, big difference yeah, there. Thanks, oh, yeah. Wow. Holy cow. I Yikes. started unbuttoning my shirt. <laughs> they were charged with penetrating. Wow. The, they were charged with perpetrating the largest financial fraud in Minnesota history by engineering a sale of... 25 million bucks in stock for a mostly fictitious company. Brilliant. I don't, re I don't recall that case. Wow. I don't recall that case. What was the address of First National Bank? I don't have an address. I thought it you was in Minneapolis. Yeah, it was on First. It was over there on, on First. On Maine, maybe. It's on Maine. Well, I believe now it's Bridgewater Bank in okay. Minneapolis. Huh. St. Paul still has a First National Bank. At least it has a First National Bank building. Um, First National Bank of Minneapolis, founded in 1864. Now the main subsidiary of First Bank Subsidiary. System, subsidiary of First subsidiary. Bank Systems, Inc., a bank holding company. Idiocracy. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Is that going to do it for today, I, Joe? I think it should. Okay. I really do. GLers, do us a favor. Hit the old subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube page. Because we're putting up some good stuff there for you every single day. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And as Joe mentioned, new findings for the GarageLogic Town Council members. For just 10 bucks a month or $100 a year, you can join in on the fun. And listen to John play his guitar. Can you tuna fish? Can't keep up with Dylan's licks. <laughs> All right. We're still live on the council, Patrick. Uh, Omar Hakim's not official yet, apparently, but he oh. did play with him at that tribute concert. Him and like three other guys. Like, why do that? I keep saying like? Where was the LA? Oh, God, LA. It was huge. Uh, somebody we that? know, Quam, was uh, all over it on Facebook. He went oh. to him. 
Uh, yeah, Dill wanted to go big, too, but uh, it was tickets were expensive. Ben is a big, big, big Wait, fighters guy. Uh, Joseph, what? I'm ready for you. Joseph. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yep. Pat, did you watch uh, Banshees of Inisherin? Yeah. Do you recommend yeah. it? Does he cut his fingers off all the time? Yeah. Do you need closed caption? Yes, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the one um, where he finally, much like me, just decides he's done with a guy. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't need that. Especially one finger would have been So you witnessed the, the loss of the fingers. Shears. Mm-hmm. No, they, the bad guys cut his finger. Oh. I wouldn't yeah. recommend that. You two would have a tough time typing if you started doing that yeah. shit. <laughs> Tim Wallace finally has his. <laughs> Hold on here. Governor Hitler. What? Governor Walls. Finally has what he calls fully funded education. Finally what he calls fully dash funded Education. Okay. California squanders its rain. Hold on. Yep. By pumping it back into the ocean. Michael Bland should play with him. That'd be cool. Okay. Now that big guy that plays with Paul McCartney ain't bad either, whoever that is. Yeah, Abraham Laboriel Jr. Yeah. His dad was a killer bass player, too. Uh, Jazz guy. Mayor goes soft on uh, St. Paul's rutted streets. <laughs> They're fun to drive on. <laughs> yeah. Are you deep? How do you? Jesus. Are you T T E D? Not D, you dumb shit. Rutted streets. Yeah. John Heights News, and I get to go take a leak. Rutted streets, common. <laughs> They're fun to drive on? Yeah. They're fun to drive on. If you got a car you don't really care about. Well, they just plowed too late, and by the time they got around to the second plowing, everything froze. And you watch Boys in Blue, too. Yes, I did. I watched it in the back. You recommend that? Yeah, the middle has got a whole lot of, uh, as Jeremiah Allison talking about, the cops. Well, I don't need that. But it's you can fast forward through Yeah. But it's got a, you know, a lot, there's like three cops on the coaching staff yeah. over there, and it's, it's good. It's balanced. What was the name of that movie? Patrick Kenny's trying to talk to you. No, you guys know it, the one with the... Look, the, I don't know what the hell it is, something about Isherin, but it's uh, just look up uh, Colin Farrell and Brandon Glee. Yeah, remember. Don told us all about it. He And, and uh, at first, uh, it uh, sounded like something I'd really like because I love nothing better than telling friends to take a hike. Oh, God. It's, it's, and it, I never it, want to see or talk to you again. It is good. Uh, I just like fingers, you know. But, uh, I like fingers. It is good, but it's not as good as in Bruges with those two guys, but it's it's they, they got a chemistry. There's no doubt about it. And Colin, it, it, it's just a gentle movie with a little violence in it. But uh, 
Like the, the one thing they got a the, the guy's got a pet goat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. It's a, and he chokes. He chokes by eating one of the fingers that's laying around. Right. So that yeah. Yep. I didn't oh, need that. man. I didn't need that either. The dead goat. But uh, right. You know. But it's killing uh, a goat. Yeah. Did you did you ever see the movie called The Lighthouse? I believe I did. Yes. Is that when they with the mermaid? That? The mermaid sex. Oh no! I gotta watch that. I Very, think it was something else. I was talking about with these guys being out on the lighthouse, and there was a murder that took place, and blah blah blah. Got mm. very, very good and violent. So, and uh, no, I don't remember that, but it's very dark and depressing, and it looks like something you'd love. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. But mostly, but uh, as I said, I don't like self dismemberment. So uh, that's <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. So anyway, I don't like violence. Are you guys going to stay on for one second here for Monday Night Sports Talk? Sure, if you want. I wasn't to. going to, but if you when want to, we start. Me to, we sure. got to. Uh, I got. I got to tell Joe that there was a debate on what adjective to use. And uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, have you what, seen oh. <coughs> what? Go ahead. Kenny was going to say something. No, I'm. I'm going to save it for the air. I, I have don't want to know. Have you seen Top Gun Maverick? Kenny ripped me apart for Top Gun Maverick. I never watched that guy. That guy's too short. <laughs> it's too oh, short. Patrick, and he's, and he's it's a, the most predictable turd you'll yeah, ever right, watch in yeah, your life. Yeah, Horrible writing. And it's all graphics. It's not real stuff anymore. It's all yeah. graphics. You There's know. almost no swearing. Mm-hmm. You know what I almost tweeted Wessel yesterday? Get your own bit. What? What's oh, he he's now roaming with the Bills Mafia because he thinks he's a Buffalo Bills fan. Bill's Mafia got their tits kicked. Yeah, they did. But I wanted to say, get your own damn bit. That's my bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he stayed married the first time, what, about a year? Maybe? It wasn't long. Yeah. Well, They'd no, take that damn long. hat off. I Jesus. think he just wanted to have a wedding you know, so he could have a party. And then, and, he's one know. of those winter stocking hat in the summer guys. Oh, yeah. The hell is right, that? Right, yeah. yeah, so is my he's, kid, though. So He's not a bad guy, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do they play on 93X? Hard rock, not Third. your cup the old, of tea. The, the old-time hard rock? No, no, no. They play modern rock. Is there modern hard rock? Oh, yeah. Okay. They do really well, actually. Their morning shows does pretty good. Uh, yeah, what do you think of Bernard coming over? Uh, oh, tell Joe what you told me last week about. What? Are we not supposed to mention him on Twitter? Are we not? Am I not supposed to rip him on Twitter? I, I said, uh, I said on Twitter <laughs> it was nice that I'm no longer the grouchiest bastard at Hubbard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you I'm see over. both Reavers and I took a swing at you for that? It's like, uh, <laughs> Don't, Don't be, be so, so sure, sure of that, pal. All right, said I wouldn't bet on it. He didn't. I think his ego's gotten even larger, you know. So, I mean, they ran him off, right? Finally, didn't they? That's what he Thank says. You. Yeah, that's what he yeah. says. All right. Yeah. He's but a big he, uh, fan of both of you guys. 